This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending March 12 of 2022, we'll take a look at how the Russian invasion of Ukraine could affect the U.S. housing market, the number of homes selling for more than $100,000 over asking price, and why a federal court blocked a ban on homebuyer love letters. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with economic news from this past week, which includes the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. Housing experts have been weighing in on whether this will impact the real estate market in the U.S. According to a blog post by the National Association of Realtors, Russian buyers account for less than 1% of foreign purchases. Most of that activity has been in Florida, Georgia, and New York but that reduces Russian input to 0.2% in Florida, for example. As a result, NAR researchers don't think we'll see any major disruptions for real estate. If anything, it could give domestic buyers a little less competition. It could also ease pressure on the supply chain, but they also caution that higher oil prices, interest rate hikes, and other economic impacts could be disruptive for housing over the long term. Inflation is one of those indicators that economists are watching closely. The latest report shows the annual rate of inflation was 7.9% in February. That's a 40-year high for the Consumer Price Index. It was up 0.8% for the month, which was higher than Wall Street economists expected. 0.5% of the increase went to housing, which includes rent. Higher prices for gas and food are also contributing to inflation. The latest unemployment report shows an increase in initial claims. They were up 11,000 to a total of 227,000, mostly because of a surge in claims in California and New York. MarketWatch says that economists are expecting claims to return to the 200,000 level in the near future. They had previously fallen to 188,000, which is a 52-year low. Continuing claims were also higher last week. They rose to 1.4 million, but that's also considered extremely low. Employment numbers show that the job market is red hot and the so-called Great Resignation continues. The number of job openings fell slightly to 11.3 million in January, but that's not far below a record 11.5 million in December. 4.3 million people quit their jobs for other jobs. Layoffs are also at record lows as employees try to fill all those open positions. MarketWatch says that in January, 6.1 million people left their jobs, while 6.5 million were hired. Consumer sentiment is slipping because of high prices and the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The University of Michigan's latest consumer sentiment survey shows a decline from 62.8 to 59.7. Many expect the situation to impact their personal finances during the course of this year. Mortgage rates reversed course slightly and moved higher after two weeks of declines that brought them below 4%. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage rose 9 basis points to 3.85%. The 15-year was up 8 points to 3.09%. Rates have been volatile because of the war in Ukraine. And in other news making headlines, competition is fierce among homebuyers. Redfin says that almost 6,000 U.S. homes were sold for more than $100,000 over asking price so far this year. At the same time last year, just 2,400 had sold for that much. The largest portion of those highly priced homes were in the Los Angeles area. In fact, most of the top 10 metros were in California, but Seattle, Boston, Denver, and New York also made the list. A Los Angeles Redfin agent says, on top of a lack of homes for sale, which makes everything a hot commodity, buyers are just plain eager. They're anxious to purchase a home ASAP because as rates rise, 
they won't be able to afford the home they're looking at now. A federal court has ruled that Oregon's ban on homebuyer love letters is a violation of First Amendment rights. Buyers write letters to make a more personal connection with sellers. That might include how much they would love to live in the home, along with details about themselves and their families. Oregon became the first state in the nation to ban those letters because sellers might use the information in a discriminatory way, which is a violation of fair housing laws. The National Association of Realtors has also warned against the use of love letters, and many brokers and agents refuse to deliver them. Attorney Daniel Ortner of the Pacific Legal Foundation said in a statement, Love letters communicate information that helps sellers select the best offer. The state cannot ban important speech because someone might misuse it. If you're wondering what's causing this so-called great resignation that I mentioned previously, the Pew Research Center conducted a survey. It found the top reason for quitting was low pay. That was followed by a lack of advancement opportunities and a lack of respect at work. About a quarter of the respondents said they quit because of childcare issues and a lack of schedule flexibility. Many people didn't like the benefits or just wanted to relocate to another area. Some say they were working too many hours or not enough hours, and a few didn't like the COVID-19 vaccine requirements. Well, that's it for today. Check the show notes for links, and please remember to hit that subscribe button and please leave a review. It really helps us out. And I have a special request today for commercial real estate brokers. Real Wealth would like to work with experienced commercial real estate brokers who can help our members find commercial properties for large 1031 exchanges. The brokers we're looking for would be operating in metros with more than 1 million people. Property types would include small apartment buildings with 5 to 20 units, professional office buildings, properties with triple net leases, and possibly others. Price points would range from 500000 to $5 million. So if you are a broker or know someone who would fit this description, please email us at commercial at realwealth.com and we'll get right back to you. I'm Kathy Fetke and thanks again for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. You can find out more about these stories by visiting newsforinvestors.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.